What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. What is going on, friends? Nick Person here. I get the privilege of being one of the pastors here at New Vision, and I'm so thankful that you are continuing on your journey as we journey through First and Second Samuel. We have finished First Samuel, and now we are in the second chapter of Second Samuel. And so if you were new to the podcast, what I'm going to do is I'm going to read Second Samuel 2 in its entirety, and yes, it's 30 verses, but hopefully it won't be too painful as we navigate the text. I'm going to read the text in its entirety, pull out some truths, some applications that we can apply to our lives to live more like Christ today, and hopefully you will be better after we have read God's Word and more refined and look more like Jesus than when we began this journey. So let's begin Second Samuel beginning in chapter 2, and I'm reading for them from the NIV version. If yours sounds a little different or reads a little different, that's okay. It just means that you're probably reading a different translation. And so, but 2 Samuel chapter 2, beginning in verse 1, says this, In the course of time, David inquired of the Lord, Shall I go up to one of the towns of Judea? He asked. The Lord said, Go up. David asked, Where shall I go? To Hebron, the Lord answered. So David went up there with his two wives, Enoam of Jezreel and Abigail, the widow of Nabal of Carmel. David also took the men who were with him, each with his family, and they settled in Hebron and its towns. Then the men of Judea came to Hebron, and there they anointed David king over the tribe of Judea. When David was told that it was the man from Jabesh Gilead who had buried Saul, he sent messengers to them to say to them, The Lord bless you for showing his kindness to Saul, your master, by burying him. May the Lord now show you kindness and faithfulness, and I too will show you the same favor because you have done this. Now then, be strong and brave, for Saul, your master, is dead, and the people of Judea have anointed me king over them. Meanwhile, Abner, son of Ner, the commander of Saul's army, had taken Ish-bosheth, son of Saul, and brought him over to Manam. He made him king over Gilead, Ashuri, and Jezreel, and also over Ephraim, Benjamin, and all of Israel. Ishbosheth, son of Saul, was forty years old when he became king over Israel, and he reigned two years. The tribe of Judea, however, remained loyal to David. The length of time David was king in Hebron over Judea was seven years and six months. Abner, son of Ner, together with the men of Ishbosheth, son of Saul, left Maham and went to Gibeon. Joab, son of Zeruah, and David's men went out and met them at the pool of Gibeon. One group sat down on one side of the pool and one group on the other side. Then Abner said to Joab, Let's have some of the young men get up and fight hand to hand in front of us. All right, let them do it, Joab said. So they stood up and were counted off, twelve men for Benjamin and Ishbosheth, son of Saul, and twelve for David. Then each man grabbed his opponent by the head and thrust his dagger into his opponent's side, and they fell down together. So the place in Gibeon was called Helkath Hazurim. The battle that day was very fierce, and Abner and the Israelites were defeated by David's men. The three sons of Zeruah were there, Joab, Abishai, and Ashil. Now Ashil was as fleet-footed as a wild gazelle. He chased Abner, turning neither to the right nor to the left as he pursued him. Abner looked behind him and asked, Is that you, Ashil? It is, he answered. 
Then Abner said to him, Turn aside to the right or to the left. Take one of the young men and strip him of his weapons. But Ashiel would not stop chasing him. Again, Abner warned Ashiel, Stop chasing me. Why should I strike you down? How could I look your brother Joab in the face? But Ashiel refused to give up pursuit. So Abner thrust the butt of his spear into Ashiel's stomach. And the spear came out through his back. He fell there and died on the spot, and every man stopped when he came to the place where Ashil had fallen and died. But Joab and Abishai pursued Abner, and as the sun was setting, they came to the hill of Ammah, near Gia, on the way to the wasteland of Gibeon. Then the men of Benjamin rallied behind Abner. They formed themselves into a group and took their stand on top of a hill. Abner called out to Joab, Must the sword devour forever? Don't you realize that this will end in bitterness? How long before you order your man to stop pursuing their fellow Israelites? Joab answered, As surely as God lives, as you have not spoken, the man would have continued pursuing them until morning. So Joab blew the trumpet, and all the troops came to a halt. They no longer pursued Israel, nor did they fight any more. All that night, Abner and his men marched through Arabah. They crossed the Jordan, continued through the morning hours, and came to Mahanaim. Then Joab stopped pursuing Abner and assembled the whole army. Besides Ashil, nineteen of David's men were found missing, but David's men had killed three hundred and sixty Benjamites who were with Abner. They took Ashil and buried him in his father's tomb at Bethlehem. Then Joab and his men marched all night and arrived at Hebron by daybreak. So, you're going, hey, there's a lot of fighting, a lot of death, a lot of inner turmoil. But hey, David was anointed king over Judea. Woo! And so we see a lot going on in this second chapter of second samuel here is what i want you to notice in verses one through four we see david doing something that saul did not do what does david do before he goes into judea he seeks the lord listen everybody and i'm speaking to myself before we do anything we need to go before the lord and seek his face and seek his will and follow in his ways we shouldn't be doing anything in our own wisdom because our own wisdom is not wisdom at all. But his wisdom is true wisdom. So seek the Lord before you take a step. Let me say it again. Seek the Lord before you take a step. And then verses 5 through 7, we see that David sends message to those who showed favor and kindness to Saul by burying him. This is so good about David. David just shows you his wisdom that comes only from the Lord. Is He is aware of everything. He's going, hey... I'm going to let you know that I still am honoring Saul. I avenged his death and I'm also thanking you and praising you for burying my king. Y'all, this is honor on the next level. David is being obedient to God's anointed one, to the position that God gave to Saul. And he is honoring him in every single way. Then in verse 8, we see this tension continue to build, right? We see this tension building between the house of David and really the house of Saul, really the nation of Judea and the nation of Israel. We see this tension building um, in verses 8 through 11. And then verse 12, this tension is released because there's conflict. So they go, hey, you know what? To decide who's going to rule and who's going to lead, let's have 12 from you and 12 from me, and they'll fight out. And it said that everybody died. They all died here's what's interesting god is revealing with everyone dying that civil war does not work he said listen a house divided 
cannot stand. We are called to be unified. And as this is true for this kingdom, it is true for us as the church. A house divided cannot stand. That's why God is always talking about unity and the beauty of unity. Because unity gives off the aroma of the kingdom. That doesn't mean that we're all trying to be the same. It means that we recognize the gifts and talents and the differences. And we do this together and we build it on the foundation of Jesus and his completed work his completed work in the cross and his resurrection and that's enough so we build our house on that firm foundation because unity is important because a house divided cannot stand one more time just so we get it a house divided cannot stand and then we see that the battle continues between the house of Judea and the house of Israel David's on one side and the kingdom of Saul and Saul's sons on the other side and we see this battle continue and the kingdom of Judea wins. We see that with only 19 men of, of David's army is killed. And I think it's 360 um, of the other army is killed. As I look at this and I see this victory that happens, this is just a preview of the victory that ultimately is going to happen. And we're going to see David anointed over both kingdoms, the north and the south kingdom, is that God finishes what he begins. I paused on purpose. God finishes what he begins. Do not give up a few shouts short of the wall coming down. Continue to walk with the Lord. The process is, is important and he is faithful to finish what he starts. And so if you're questioning today, if God sees you, if God hears you, if God loves you because the process and the victory has not yet come, don't lose heart because God is faithful to finish what he begins and i hope that can encourage you today we see that in the life of david we see that all throughout the narrative of scripture that god is faithful to complete what he starts so do not lose hope in the middle of the fight and in the middle of the story because the end of the story is coming and it ends with god being faithful to do what he said he was going to do i hope that you will continue to join us hope you will join us tomorrow as we continue on this journey through second samuel Know that you have a king who goes before you, a king who is faithful in the midst, and a king who has your back. And we look forward to seeing you guys back here tomorrow. Bye, everybody. Thank you for joining us today for the New Vision Podcast. We hope that you have heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk today in light of God's word. To find out more information about New Vision, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at New Vision Life or look us up online at newvisionlife.com. And as always, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.